Hate Speech and Platform Regulation, a workshop series by the ITM Münster. Today, Bernd Holznagel on platform and media regulation in Europe. I will concentrate a bit on uh, the European approaches we can observe and just talk a bit uh, about the German situation. Um, as I think everybody knows, um, we have not, um, in December the, the long, um, everybody waited on this Digital Markets Act and uh, the Digital Service Act. And uh, these are now uh, the new regulatory tools to um, try to resolve some problems uh, Europe has with uh, all these huge internet platforms. The reason why the EU is or the Commission is somehow planning to set up a new regulation is that uh, there has been some uncoordinated rules uh, on the level of the member states of the EU. I think um, you all heard about the German NetzDG, um, and um, um, there is also another statute in France uh, concerning hate speech. Uh, so um, the, the Commission just fears that the internal market of the EU will be damaged. So the idea is to harmonize um, a set of rules. And there are basically different aims involved. And the first aim is to um, support a competition. And the task to support competition is the Digital Markets Act. And this Digital Markets Act uh, is supposed to be applied to so-called gatekeepers. And gatekeepers are central platforms that act as access gateways for commercial users and end users. Um, the regulation um, sets up a scheme to prove um, who is gatekeeper and who is not. And um, so what they did is uh, setting up a list of specific um, platform services like online um, intermediation service, online search engines, online social networking services and the like that fall into uh, the roof of the Digital Markets Act. And what is also uh, very important is that some threat thresholds are, are important. Uh, the revenue must be more than 6.0 billion euro. Um, it must uh, the gatekeeper, the platform must be active in at least three member states and more than 45 million users uh, has to be counted. The, um, the, the whole idea is that um, there is uh, also an ex-ante uh, regulatory approach. Um, so there are specific uh, obligations uh, against unfair behavior, behavior or behaviors that close markets that apply uh, immediately. So it is not necessary that a regulator is somehow ordering a specific uh, behavior or uh, just sets out an order what the platform has to do. It's just um, somehow obligatory by law. 
and I only put two of these obligations here on the slide, uh, opt out for combining personal data from different services and from uh, automatically signing in users is one of these areas. Another area is require users to subscribe or register with another core platform service as a condition of access to a core, uh, to a core platform. Um, the um, Digital Markets um, Act um, somehow lists all behaviors that is somehow prohibited. Um, the the uh, commission will be the relevant um, organization or the relevant body to implement these rules and uh, we will see how this will work or whether there are any changes in the present proposal uh, nobody knows the second major instrument is the digital markets act and the Digital Markets Act, is, uh, the, the Digital Services Act, is somehow a combination of the German um, Netz, uh, DG, Netz DG and uh, of Lorna's online harms approach. Uh, they uh, somehow took both approaches conceptually and uh, drafted them in a slightly different form. Uh, if you look, um, First of all, at this NetSDG side, uh, you see that there is an obligation um, of notice and takedown, as we know uh, from the e-commerce directive. Uh, the e-commerce directive, in fact, um, is still um, does still apply if it comes to uh, liability. So we still have these uh, differentiation between. Um, hosting services, access services, um, and, um, and these are the two basic forms and catch services. Um, and uh, on addition to this, the EU develops now a couple of obligations. Um, um, the Digital Services Act differentiate between uh, four different platforms, but for all platforms, um, this notice and take down or notice and action mechanism, how it is called now, will take place. That means um, if you get um, notification of illegal content, then you have to prove whether this content is really illegal or not. Um, the difference to the German approach is that illegal content is here defined very, very broadly. Uh, it covers also um, uh, consumer protection uh, issues. Um, and, and basically, the nation states can define by law what illegal content is. Whereas in the German approach, there are just uh, 20 provisions of the German criminal court that could create an illegal content. Then uh, there is a, a complaints mechanism, which is fairly complex. Um, if the uh, platforms get um, a well-drafted note, um, then uh, notice, then the platforms are somehow automatically obliged to take the content down. Uh, this is a little bit problematic because um, it is, as you know, 
to decide whether content is illegal or not, it is heavily context dependent. Um, and uh, what is somehow missing in the European approach is that you have timeframes, that you have exceptional rules for uh, issues that are um, highly context dependent. So there is, there might be this danger of overblocking that we have discussed um, in context to the German Netzdigi as well. Um, but in general, um, what is positive is that uh, there are transparency obligations. Uh, so uh, if uh, the companies are taking down content, they have to uh, give reports. And uh, there is also um, a mechanism to put back uh, content if, if it had been uh, erased uh, too soon. Um, there are a couple of other measures which I just mentioned. These are trust flagging or trust flagging system. Uh, there's also a clause um, against misuse, misusing notices, misusing flagging, and so on and so forth. So it, uh, if, if you look closer, uh, this regulation will be very uh, detailed. However, I only focus on the main structure. Uh, if it comes now to uh, the so-called very large platforms, these are in fact uh, almost the same platforms than uh, the gatekeepers we already know from the Digital Markets Act. Um, and then you have to have more than 45 million users. In practice, these will be basically the American platforms we all know, Twitter, Facebook and the like. And um, now um, the approach that is taken to this very large platform is very similar to the uh, online harms approach uh, from the UK. There, there will be a yearly risk assessment and this really uh, this risk assessment um, concentrates on illegal content, um, but um, especially on the negative effects for fundamental rights, manipulative effects on public health, electoral procedures, uh, protection of minors, and so on. So these are the three areas um, which um, has to be addressed in this risk assessment. I think they, uh, this list is, is open for new um, areas. We will see how um, that will be implemented in practice. Um, the, the risk assessment is just the first step. The second step is to um, find some risk mitigation measures. In general, these risk mitigation measure, measures are proposed by the companies um, and uh, one expects uh, changes in the moderation system or in the uh, recommendation system um, also um, prevent advertising income to, to infringers. Uh, these are possible measures uh, that are mentioned in the reasoning of uh, this um, approach or this um, regulation um, paper. Um, what is a little bit limited, and I was surprised, are ex ante powers. Uh, so uh, the, the European Commission that will be finally responsible for enforcing um, this act um, has not so many powers to 
define precisely uh, what measures uh, should be taken. Um, the uh, Commission will be the, the last um, element in this decision-making hierarchy. Um, what is interesting from the point of the member states is that the member states have to set up national digital service coordinators. Uh, and what this is, is pretty unclear. Um, it could be the German, for example, Ofcom, but it could be also the cartel office, or it could be uh, the media regulator. It's, it's up to the, in the air and um, behind the closed doors, you can already observe fights between the different agencies. Everybody would like to become uh, the digital service coordinator. However, we are not so lucky like the Brits uh, because they have Ofcom and Ofcom um, is, is really the main <laughs> regulator for all of our problems in this area. That's not the case, um, for example, in Germany or in France. One final say to the, um, um, the um, effects of platform activities to the media. Uh, there is a long debate on um, the measures Australia uh, took. Um, we call it here ancillary copyright, copyright for press publishers. Uh, this instrument is laid down in the copyright directive that has to be transformed in the law of the member states. We are still in this process and uh, we will see uh, what will be the result. But, but frankly speaking, Faith, and maybe that's an interesting information for you, for you I hear uh, also behind the curtains that, for example, Google already uh, made a deal with uh, many publishers in Germany. And um, you see, I sometimes have problems with these uh, negotiations because uh, I really fear that uh, Google somehow buy off parts of the German press. And whether this is a better solution than the old one is another issue. Um, Last point is the strong role of public service broadcasting that is uh, still, um, at least in Germany, an important tradition. Um, public broadcasters, um, I talk about public broadcasters, these are little BBCs uh, in the provinces and they are pretty well funded and they have the obligation to, um, to, to be active in social networks. Uh, however, um, these companies are at the moment, um, how to say, almost split uh, because uh, many of them would like to be more active in social media, but uh, the journalists working in these companies are normally not very innovative and they would rather like to stay with their linear programming because most of the Germans still look at linear programming, but I think uh, change has to happen and, and it's better that they adapt to the future than they are doing it too late. Okay, thank you very much. That was Bernd Holznagel on platform and media regulation in Europe. You've listened to Hate Speech and Platform Regulation a workshop series by the ITM Münster.